Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Be Your Best Horsemanship. Today, what I'm going to talk about is our preparation. And a lot of you have heard me talk about Mabel, who's my assistant, and she's arguably one of the best, if not the best, I've ever had. And uh, unbelievable work ethic, great attitude, has learned a lot. She's, she's really improved her horsemanship, is really doing some neat things. But earlier this summer, she was coming off a shoulder surgery, and she didn't really, I can't even remember when she got released to start back roping, but I think it was in September. And from a pretty major shoulder surgery that she'd been fighting for years. Well, you know, as we went through the fall and spring, and we're, we roped quite a bit when she got started back practicing, but the practice was one thing but the talking about the preparation and and what to expect and and how to go about it you know when when she started back practicing you know we kept it really simple and and this is in the breakaway this is the way it is i mean you can only make it so sexy i mean or and you can only make it so hard because it's all about scoring your horse which scoring your horse means being able to place your horse where you want it in the box and have them leave when you ask them to leave. Scoring does not always mean you're going to guess right on the barrier. You can have your horse scoring great and be late, or you can have your horse scoring great and break a barrier. You know, scoring to me is all about, can I leave? exactly when I want to leave and then that's just a judgment call and here's the thing with those you got to live with that you know and I don't compete much anymore but still I compete some as long as I can leave when I want to leave whatever they say whatever happens after that I'm fine with because that's just a judgment call nobody scores perfect nobody hits the barrier perfect every time you know being able to score to me is not how close I am to the barrier every time. It's am I able to leave when I want to? Because scoring is everything. Being able to leave when you want to, to me, that's everything. And then it's position. Do I have my horse running to that spot to where I have that easy layup? And after that comes your delivery. And your delivery is basically having the tip of your rope pointed at your target and putting that bottom strand of your rope, being able to control the bottom strand of your rope to go under that calf's neck, to go under their head and onto their neck. And and that's really those three things is it. And so with Mabel, when she was preparing and she's, you know, like I said, she's got a tremendous work ethic. You know, that's what we focused on. We didn't we didn't talk a lot about the roping, but scoring and position. And and I told her 
success is where preparation and opportunity meet. That's where you have success. And I said, the hard part about that is, is understanding that that opportunity, you're not sure when it's going to come, but you have to be prepared. And when you're prepared and you get the opportunity, the success will take care of itself. So her college rodeos this spring, they were so-so. She she placed some, but but it wasn't what she wanted it to be, you know, in all reality at the end. She progressed a four-year-old fraternity filly in the barrel racing to the point where at the last rodeo of the year, she made the short round at Guyman against a really, really tough set of horses. That's a big arena. That's a setup where a horse can fall apart. And she made an awesome run in the first round, made a good run in the second round and ended the college rodeo year on a really good note. There's still some things to work on, you know, typical of a lot of horses. That horse wants to get a little flat at times, which means it gets bilateral where it's, it's stuck in the rib cage. And when that happens, the only thing that happens after that is your horse gets on their front end. And when your horse gets on their front end, then the back end starts chasing the front end around. It's, it's a, you know, classic of a lot of horses. A lot of horses do that. But fast forward to this last weekend, she went to a roping and a couple rodeos, catches a leg at one, in one round at the roping, but scored good, position was good, just one of them freak deals, but then wins around, wins second at a rodeo or split second. Um, was one out in the barrel racing on her filly at that open rodeo. Like right there, she ends up having a good, pretty good weekend financially. And we talked about it yesterday. Well, th- that was where your preparation intersects with opportunities and, and, and the success happens. And like I told her yesterday, I said, now to me, she's at that point where if she draws four good calves in a row, she's either going to win or place four times in a row. The preparation of scoring, being able to leave when you want to leave. And like last weekend, she hit the barrier. Every, every video I saw, she hit the barrier, got to leave when she wanted to leave. And, and her, her guess on the start was right. Cause that's what we're doing on the start. We're just guessing, right? You've got an animal in the chute and you're hoping they leave the way you think they're going to leave. You're guessing, you know, you're guessing on that. But her horse, when her hand moved, her horse left, position was good, made the roping look easy. You know, going into the summer, you know, we're in the early part of the summer and think about this for the summer, whatever your goals are, whatever your plans are, you know, and, and Mabel and I talked about this yesterday. I told her, get yourself ready, you know, get your horse ready, continue to prepare, continue to work on the little things, continue to get that 1% improvement, not only with your horse, but in four or five other areas of your life, you know, continue to feed yourself positive food, you know, 
I tell you what, I'll give you an example just in our family. You know, since since September, we've buried three family members. You know, to be real honest with you, we're dealing with some other challenges in our family right now. And it is really easy to get stuck in thinking about, you know, sad things that have happened. Lost my brother-in-law in September, my sister in October, and, and my dad last month. And, you know, it's been kind of a gut punch for our family. I mean... I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie to you there's times where I just kind of stop and take a deep breath and go wow you know because we we'd been very very fortunate we had not dealt with a lot of that in our family well that's just life I mean that's just life yeah it sucks sometimes but you know what it's just like this morning instead of because I'll be honest with you when I come up to the office this morning I didn't, I was like, boy, I don't know if I'm in the state of mind to do a podcast today. I'm just, and I thought, you know what? The reason I need to do one today is to talk about this because I know other people face the same things, whatever, whatever those challenges are. And, you know, so going into the summer, I got to thinking about, you know, because this morning I'm like, man, you need to feed yourself something positive. You need to feed yourself something that feels good. You need to read something that makes you feel good. And and luckily this morning, first thing, there's a guy that shares a devotional with a big group of us every day. And it was just, you know, it's just funny how things happen. But, and at the same time, I don't think it was a coincidence at all that I got that devotional this morning, but because it basically talked about challenges and failures and you can't, change the past but you have 100 percent control over what you do today well uh, lord knows i needed to read that this morning and right away just by reading that it gave me hope and then i got moving then i got to doing things and i thought you know going into the summer and we all have those, you know, extremely busy lives like we've talked about a million other times. But that preparation, that getting yourself ready, I think sometimes when it comes time to go into the summer run, and it's whether you're, whether you're training horses, you know, whether you're going to ropings, rodeos, barrel racings, whatever, don't forget to take care of yourself. Don't forget to continue to feed yourself positive information. Don't forget to take care of your horse's physical and mental well-being, right? Because we, we have control over that. We have control over that. You know, keep it simple. You know, just like in the rope and for Mabel, position you know, score, have your horse scoring great, have your horse running into great position every time, and rope the neck. Put that bottom strand under that calf's head around the neck. I mean, it's that simple. Give yourself a layup every run. And when the opportunity presents itself, when you draw that one that's 
mediocre to good, you're going to get the money. You're going to get your share of it or you're going to get a big share of it. And then it comes down to once you've prepared, keep it simple. Just do your job. Just do your job. You don't have to, once you're prepared and you get to an event, you don't have to do anything superhuman. You just got to do your job. Just do your job. But prior to that, be prepared. You know, and, and when I talk about preparation, and it's, I've learned this over the years, the only, the only thing I have over anybody else is I'm probably older than most of you. I've been around. I've just been fortunate to live longer. And every day you live, you have experiences. And it's kind of like my dad used to tell me when I was a dumb kid and I thought I knew it all. He'd just say, yeah, well, there's no substitute for experience, you know, meaning you might ought to listen to somebody that's been here longer than you have, <laughs> you know, and at the time, of course, I didn't listen. <laughs> or if I did, it wasn't very good. And if I did listen, I probably didn't give him the satisfaction to know that I listened. But, you know, that's just sometimes we're just dumb kids, you know. But, you know, when you prepare yourself, I mean, there's there's physical preparation, mental preparation, emotional preparation, nutritional preparation. Eat good you know, there's a lot of information out there. I'm not going to tell anybody what to go eat and promote any certain diet or anything like else, that, but there's a lot of information about out there about what foods to eat that benefit you the most. Well, I'm going to tell you what, the way you act on the outside starts on the inside. I remember times when I was rodeoing that we were basically living off of quick stop burritos and chips and pop and you know and I'm sorry if you sell chips and pop and you know quick stop burritos I'm not trying to step on your toes or hurt your business but I'm just telling you nutritionally that doesn't really build a fire in you I mean that doesn't really give you superhuman strength and I remember getting home from some of them runs and feeling like, holy buckets, I am just 100% out of gas. Well, take care of yourself from the inside out. And here's the thing, really and truly, you, you don't need to be rodeoing or being gone or on a trip to do that. Do it the best you can every day. Do it the best you can every day. Because just like with our horses, nutritionally i mean i'll give you one and, and this is and they're one of my sponsors but there are some supplements of silver lining herbs that i won't be without whether i'm here or on the road and because it's a natural supplement and i see the difference in my horses i seen the difference when i put them on it seen the difference when I didn't have them on it. Things like that. Just a nutritional benefit. Because here's the thing. I guarantee you, on some of them summer runs, you get back from that 4th of July run, which is a hectic run. Here's what we do. We manage, manage our travel, and we manage our entering and how we're going to get there and where we're going to be and all that. But then sometimes we don't manage 
we don't manage ourselves very good and we don't manage our horses very good from a nutrition standpoint from getting them a good night of rest in a good stall or a good run versus tied to the trailer i i was guilty of that as anybody you know getting uh you know because at the end of the fourth of july when you're at cody wyoming you know that's a ten thousand dollar rodeo you think it makes a little difference if your horse still has some gas in the tank yeah i think so you know so the preparation going into the summer run no matter what you're doing whatever whatever discipline whatever event whatever whatever your schedule is, get a, get a pad of paper and write down the things, you know, write down five things you can do daily to help yourself act and feel better. Write down five things daily that you can do for your horse to help them be their best. And then commit to those things every day. Because if you do that, and that's a part of your preparation, if you prepare, the results will come. The results will take care of themselves. And, you know, there may be a time where you got to get someone to help you. You know, you may not be able to do it. You may be gone. You may need to call in a favor. You may need to trade something out. You may need to say, hey, if you can help me do this, I'll help you do that later when I'm back. Take care of your business. Run it like a business. This, you know, it's just, you know, with five dollar and fifty cent, six dollar diesel, and and the cost of the expenses that you're putting into it, it is a business. Now, I still feel like the opportunities out there are greater than they've ever been. You may not be riding the very best horse that's out there. But if you prepare, if you prepare and you're ready for those opportunities, mentally, physically, nutritionally, emotionally, you're going to win your share or more. And I think that holds true. I think that holds true. I think that'll hold true for anybody listening to this. I know it holds true for me because when I put in the work, I put in the time, I take care of myself, I take care of my horses, I'm prepared, my equipment's in great shape, my rig's in shape, I clean, keep things cleaned up and organized and managed, and I get good rest, I eat good, I feel good, I listen to positive stimulation, I'm, I'm, I'm in a pretty good spot. Going into this summer, it really would been on my mind since Mabel and I had visited yesterday because, and really and truly, it's not going into the summer. Her summer is just going to be a continuation of what she's already been doing. And I could see the, the sparkle in her eye yesterday after that weekend because she had been fighting, scratching, clawing, and she'd been getting a little bit of her share but now she's getting more of her share and she's ready. She's ready. She's not, she's not trying to get in rodeo shape. She's in rodeo shape. And 
you know, when you get that, when you get that validation, you start to believe in yourself even more. And that's why I talked to her yesterday. I said, now mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, add in spiritually, nutritionally, those, those five things, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, nutritionally, if that's a word, I think it is. Those five things, you take care of those for yourself, and then you pick five things for your horse to do for your horse to take care of them. And I'm just talking feed, water, exercise, shelter, good fitting tack, comfortable, you know, how can I make their trip, you know, how can I keep them hydrated, you know, maybe it's as simple as getting your horse on electrolytes, because at the end of a, at the end of a weekend, you know, you can get your horse home and that horse can be severely dehydrated just because of hours in the trailer where they're not, don't have water in front of them, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. You know, and if you're going to get them on electrolytes, which really and truly that that's something you should seriously consider start two or three days before you leave, have that, have that horse hydrated. Well, if they're hydrated, the best they can be. And so, and that might also mean bringing water from home so that you can get them so that you can keep them on water as long as you can you know something familiar you know simple things like that make a huge difference you know continue to when you get to where you're going exercise your horse keep your horse soft you know give your horse good rest it's it's the little things over time that make a huge difference and then also Treat it like a four-month season or to treat it like a three-month season at a time. You know, understand that it's not just this weekend. You go from this weekend into next week. You've got practice, preparation, then you go right into the next weekend again. Well, you know those times where you feel like, holy buckets, I need to just sit for a bit and recharge my batteries. Your horse is going to have them same moments. They, they need the physical and mental break. Now that might just be for an evening, might be for an afternoon, might be for a day, right? But look at those things. And those are all just suggestions. I'm not, I'm not throwing a program at you. Now I can, I can. And we're actually working on that right now to put together a program, a very, inclusive program for a particular horse and a particular rider that will benefit not only your relationship but your success but i think that's i think that's where we're at i mean i think that's where you have to be at in your program with your system now if you want long-term success and continued success because you, you we're past the day of just doing what you have to to get by and thinking you're going to go dominate. 
I just don't think that's going to happen. If it does happen for you, awesome. Kudos to you. I'm tickled for you. But, you know, you think about it, you know, no matter what it is. I mean, Bridget's getting ready to go to a barrel race this weekend. She's riding a new horse. And, you know, the last two weeks, she's been working on a lot of little things to help her get ready. Now, when she goes, she just has to trust herself and trust her preparation. And there's going to be a learning curve when you get, when you start riding a different horse. It's not going to be perfect. And she knows that, but she wants to be as prepared as she can be at this point. And it's just going to continue to get better. So, you know, today I just, that was on my mind and, and I just thought I'd share that with you because I'm going to tell you what, it's, uh, you know, feed yourself that positive stimulation, feed yourself that positive fuel, meaning food, take care of your mental, physical, emotional health, your spiritual health, feed yourself. The results will come. I promise you, the results will come. So I hope that helps. I hope you have an awesome summer. God bless each and every one of you. God bless the Western industry and all the people in it. I just, I just, uh, I just love it and uh, appreciate all you do. Appreciate all you listeners out there. Have a great week of training. And as always, this week and every week, always strive to be your best. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show. To learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast, head over to philhagenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at philhagenhorsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better, whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.